0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bright Comedy, and today we're going to talk all about that good old timey religion, yes, but more specifically, we're going to talk about religion in modern times. At the end of the day, we want to talk about the good and the bad aspects to religion living in the year 2023. We will go into our past and talk about how we were raised and how we found religion and how we found our way back out of religion and why. But at the end of the day, this is not about hatred. This is not about pointing fingers. This is about uh, finding what works spiritually for you. But we just want to talk about how religion works can be practiced in the year 2023, and the difference between religion and spirituality, if any. And then we want to talk about the way in which religion is being weaponized and politicized in our culture and society today. So we will talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of religion. And then we're going to talk, lastly, about the secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. It has been quite some time since we've updated you about the show, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And so, at the very end of the episode, we will talk about what's going on on that little ranch in Utah. We are winding down to the last few episodes of the season and of the show, really, And we want to uh, remind you that we're going to be doing a YouTube channel after this at Chef Rye Comedy. So if you can come on over to the YouTube channel at Chef Rye Comedy, that's Chef B We're going to be doing a lot of fun and interesting and thoughtful things there. Thank you guys so very much for your friendship and support over the years. And uh, like I said, we're going to be on YouTube soon. So please come on over there and help us out. Thank you for your friendship, thank you for your support, and let's begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bride Comedy, and today I've got my wonderful, beautiful co-host and wife. She's the host with the most, Rebecca Russell. Please say hello to the... folks!
1: Hi.
0: (laughs) Well, hello there. So I wanted to talk today the the today's episode is about uh, religion and spirituality and firmly held beliefs and uh, how we as human beings biologically and psychologically grapple with these really ingrained, deeply ingrained belief systems, whether it be religion, spirituality, and and sometimes even superstition. at the end of the day, Firmly held beliefs are there for a reason, and uh, oftentimes we don't question it. We just kind of, eh, that's the way I am. Well, you know, you could. There's a lot of things that you could just be naturally, and 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 maybe it's not necessarily a good thing. You know, you could be 30 pounds overweight. It doesn't make it right. There's nothing wrong with it. But I just mean to say, sometimes we have to question our own beliefs and values to. Uh, figure out who we are and how to grow into or out of certain uh, thoughts and beliefs. Oh, well, yeah, that's how you grow as a person. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are just so like, oh, we can't talk about religion. Why the fuck not? <laughs> so that's what we're going to do today. I want to talk about the difference between spirituality and religion. i want to talk about the difference between spiritualism and spirituality. And then I want to talk about superstition. And then I want to talk about the uh, weaponization and politicization of religion and religious belief in our body politic. And then lastly, we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk a little bit about none of that. We're going to talk about the secret of Skinwalker Ranch because it's been <laughs> a spell since we've had an update. That it has. Yes, sir. Rebob. You know, I have a friend. No, really? I do. <laughs> I've got a friend named James. And I remember when we were down visiting the central coast back in 2019, and I was just telling him that I was an atheist and he's a smart guy. He's no, you know, he's not a big dummy. Like some people, you know, he's smart. He's a smart conscientious dude. And I remember telling him that I was an atheist and, and, and he, something struck me about the way he responded. And he was like, well, Aren't aren't you worried about you know being a bad person or something like that? Like I was like, huh? Like it was unexpected because yeah. he's not. I would expect him to be not that way, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean is that you know, no, no matter what your beliefs are, um, you know, people tend to have these ingrained beliefs, and then a lot of times, if you grew up in a religious household a lot of times you just automatically assume that anybody who's contrary to that, well, they must be, you know, evil, they must be wrong, they must be wayward, they must be wrong, you know, screwed up in the head, or they must be, you know, evil, or 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 the devil. <laughs> and yeah. so we want to kind of dispel some of these notions about belief. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think the best way to start this is to kind of start about, start where, how we grew up. How did we grow up? You know, um, I personally grew up uh, in a non-religious household. Um, you know, my 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 parent, my, I lived with my mom and my grandparents for the good uh, many, uh, the bulk of my childhood, we'll say. And my grandparents are old school, you know. They're, you know, my grandfather is a World War II vet. He became an uh, 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 <laughs> an appliance repairman. There's the word. <laughs> he Words became, are
1: hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and he was
0: just a hardworking guy, and uh, he was a no nonsense dude. And every once in a while, we talk politics, or every once in a while, we talk about religion, but we never went into it that much. You know, he was just sort of, uh, for no reason, you know, he he wasn't like against talking about stuff, but you almost had to pry it out of him because he was just so stoic and to himself. He just, he was, he was, he was one of those, you know, uh you know, proof is in the action, not in words. So he was just a man of few words and he just, you know, but when you, you know, asked him and poked and prodded him, he would tell you what's going on, you know. Um, but I just mean to say that I grew up in a non-religious household. My neighbors, uh, were religious. They went to church every weekend. And I remember at one point they were like, Hey, you want to go to church with us? I'm like, sure. Why not? And I went and it felt awkward and weird. And, uh, you know, I only went maybe two, three times. Um, and then one time in like the sixth grade, I remember, um, getting out of school. I used to walk home and, uh, there was this person, you know, giving away pamphlets and the pamphlet was like, you know, fire and brimstone shit. You know, like if you don't repent and you don't, uh, give your life to the Lord, you will, uh, suffer eternal hell and damnation. And it really upset me because that's back in the day when you believed adults, you know, yeah. you didn't know when you were a child that some people are just fucking crazy and that you have to disregard weirdos and lunatics and fringe beliefs, right? Not to say that religion is necessarily that, but that is a very extreme belief that, oh, you're telling six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds that they're going to hell <laughs> if they don't believe in what you believe, right? And... um and so I got really upset and I showed my grandma, I got home, like grandma, this is, uh, you know, she's like, give me that. <laughs> she reads it. She's like, oh, that's fucking horror. Well, she didn't say fucking. She she did say fuck a couple of times, but not in this instance. She said, oh, that's horseshit. You know, that's just a bunch of nonsense. You can't just believe what people tell you. You know, you have to t- you believe these things for yourself. And I was like, well, how do we know what's real? And we got into this big conversation about religion, and I don't remember all the details because I was 10, but but I just mean to say that um, my early years, I, I really just wasn't sure, you know? I was like, eh, I wasn't against it. I wasn't necessarily for it. I was a good, conscientious kid. I wasn't one of those kids that did bad things, and so I just, the idea that that some uh God, some supernatural force would punish me because I don't think what they want me to think. Uh, felt very weird to me. And then uh, uh, jumped to 10 years later. Um, I got into it with my uncle. As most of you guys know, um, he pulled out a knife. He stabbed me. Uh, he's in jail right now. Just saying. little karma for you. Yeah. But he stabbed me because he was a smaller guy than me, but I was a young man. I was just, I was working on my vehicle, minding my own business. And he comes up on me and asked me if I had drugs. And I was like, no, I don't have fucking drugs. I'm fucking working on my car. Right. And he got into it, me calling me names and all this stuff. I won't even repeat what he said. And we got into it and he pulled out a knife and he stabbed me and it punctured my lung and it It hit part of my spleen. My mom ended up rushing me to the hospital. Um, The doctor afterwards said, you were 15 minutes away from death. And from that point, I realized I needed a change in my life. You know, and isn't that always the way (laughs) you hit rock bottom, whether it be drugs and alcohol or some life thing happens where you feel like I need to clean it up. And so that's what I did, is I, I decided I was going to become a Christian. I became a born-again Christian, and I stayed a born-again Christian off and on during that duration up until about, oh, I don't know, 2005, 2006. I was up to that point listening to Joel Osteen sermons. Um, I didn't go to church a lot because I had to work weekends. I was a limousine driver and a bus driver. And I didn't have a lot of time for it, so I decided, well, you know, um, I, I had read somewhere that, Hey, if you can't get to church, well, you know, live by its teachings and, um, you know, church can be celebrated, um, anywhere in privacy. You know, the Bible even states that you can, um, when, when you pray, blah, blah, blah. And I have actually have read the Bible, the the second Bible, not the fire and brimstone Bible, but the second Testament I've, I've read it and, you know, uh, I, I I value its teachings. I I value what what it's trying to say. I, I I respect the fables, and yes, they're fables. These are not. This is not reality. I don't believe that the burning bush is real. I don't believe all the uh, crazy stories of Adam and Eve and, and Noah's Ark. It just not only does it not hold up to scientific scrutiny, but it's a little far fetched. You know, you know, like, um, you know, uh, the parting of the Red Sea. Give me a break, right? But yeah. all that being said, is that it's okay to tell these fables, to tell, to teach a greater fable, to teach a moral lesson. I'm all for that. I'm not against that. Um, but, but I got out of religion in a time in my life where I was having a lot of anxiety and my life was going to shit. And it just felt like, good grief, I pray, I do everything right, I'm a good conscientious young man, what in the hell is going wrong, you know? And so, uh, uh, before long, I started getting in, I was agnostic for quite some time, and I didn't take to atheism very well. I I felt like I was betraying the Lord, I felt like I was betraying um, this sacred bond, you know? And uh, before long, I, uh, you know, we had moved up here and we kind of, I stayed kind of agnostic slash yeah, just agnostic really. Um, you know, I was always very Christian when I was on airplanes or in dangerous situations. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I started getting into the atheist community, the atheist community of Austin. There's YouTube channels, Matt Dillahunty, Seth Andrews. There's a whole bunch of uh, public figures that uh taught me how to think about these things in a different way, and then there's a term called street epistemology, which really goes into if you google it or go on youtube and and type in street epistemology, it sort of helps you um reconcile with your uh faltering uh beliefs because at the end of the day you know they they teach us to be afraid to to not believe to to that when you question things, that you should be afraid. And I just always thought any God that's stable and kind and uh, secure in himself would not have a problem with me just simply asking questions. And so to make a long story short, yes, I am an atheist today. Um, but a lot of people to this day still think that means that you're you know, wayward that you're not saved, that you're going to go to hell, and that you might even be evil. And it's like, uh, good grief. Uh, um, so at the end of the day, we'll get into this more, but I wanted you to kind of set up your sort of relationship with religion.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, my mom grew up Catholic. I don't know what my dad's religious leanings were. Um, and I remember my mom talking about one mm-hmm. point, like, when they first got married or when they were together they went to like some type of couples retreat kind of thing that was a religious type of thing yeah but we didn't grow up religious like my mom would take us to the the sunrise ceremonies on easter mm-hmm. and we'd say grace at dinner and i'd always say my little prayers before bedtime but we yeah. never went to church regularly we didn't talk about it it wasn't like anything it wasn't a big deal it was nothing and one of my best friends, her dad was a Baptist minister, and they literally lived next door to the church in the little house that went along with it. Mm-hmm. So, I'd go with her once in a while, like, if I'd spend the night on a Saturday night, and I'd just get up and go to church with them, and it's, it's a real fire and brimstone kind of thing. Yeah. And I just always remember, like, feeling scared. Yeah. But...
0: Scared of what?
1: Just because it was scary. Like, if you do this, you're going to hell. If you don't do this, yeah. you're going to hell.
0: I got scared by a lot of stuff. Yeah. Definitely. But the
1: thing was, like, her, her parents weren't, they didn't talk about it otherwise. Like, it, they weren't like one of those families, like, oh, you're a heathen, you're this, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just, that was p- their part of part of their life, and that was it. And, yeah. And I went to vacation Bible school a couple summers mm-hmm. with her, and I remember, it's probably like, I don't know, sixth grade, and the, the minister saying, like, if you don't, get saved, you're going to go to hell. And I remember at that point thinking, like, how can this one guy, if he doesn't tell me I'm saved, then I'm going to hell. Like, at that age, I was just like, what the fuck?
0: That's really smart. Yeah. It's like, what gives this guy the authority, right? right? Exactly. He's just a man, too. Yeah. So I'd
1: go and, you know, we'd have fun doing the crafts and stuff. And then I'd sit through the church stuff and whatever. But other than that, there was really nothing. It wasn't part of my life at all. And then I remember, like, one time in high school, I went to church with one of my friends once. She was part of this faith called the Baha'i faith. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about it. I think it's kind of a Middle eastern tinged kind of Christianity. Oh. But the one time we went, they are talking about their improvements to the church. Like, there's nothing churchy about it. And, like, I remember the one time we went in North y- County, yeah. and it was some speaker, and it wasn't anything about church like it was just seems like every time i've tried to go to church as an adult like it's, yeah it's something well, completely off topic like it's not
0: like what's that one that we almost went to here
1: um do you oh, remember? there's a universal unitarian universalist you, or, you. yeah the you yeah. church well here. that's church light and i think you yeah know, they even have atheists that go there just well i was kind gonna say
0: a, it's 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 church for those who can't get behind all that really heavy duty stuff And um, it's for people who uh, are are perhaps gay or perhaps trans or who perhaps had a bad experience in a more um, hardcore religion. Um, And I think that's really great. Yeah, the fact that you would have atheists going to that for Mm -hmm. a sense of community is is really good. And that's why I wanted to do this show today is uh, not to, you know, this is just a thought experiment. Anything I say... About Christianity or religion in general. It's just my views and it's just a thought experiment to say, hey, this is what we have to think about when you're a human being. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we all, I think, want to believe because we're scared. Being human is scary. We're mortal beings. We're taught that there's this sky father out there from a very early age. And then it takes us a while to sort of understand that maybe it's true. Maybe it isn't. And, and, and and we're afraid to buck the system. We're afraid to question it because we feel like God can sense our thoughts that if Mm -hmm. I think the wrong thoughts, why he's going to punish us. And then eventually we get to a point where we realize that being Christian for myself I wasn't yielding any results. It was just like, good grief. Like I've done everything right. Why am I still failing? And that's kind of how I feel in life in general is you do everything right. And you're still just coming up short. And you're like, maybe it's not you, Brian. Maybe the problem isn't the way you're practicing religion or the way you're living your life, but maybe that's the nature of the world. And I kind of wanted to go into that a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely.
1: I just wanted to say, like, at this point, I consider myself, I'd say, an agnostic atheist. And there Mm -hmm. was actually a a conversation in my agnostic and atheist women's group on Facebook, like, two days ago, literally. A woman had been in another atheist group and said she was that. And they're like, Mm -hmm. no, that's not possible. You have to be this and this. And somebody came up with a really good, how they defined it. Yeah. And they defined it as the atheist part, not believing in any of the, like established religions the dogma and all this stuff Mm -hmm. but the agnostic part is that you're not ruling out that there's something be it the universe or science or whatever and i liked that definition of it and it it kind of i I like that
0: too because i registered with me yeah no i think you're right i my only thing is is that atheism to me is a little bit more like you know specific mm-hmm. in the sense yeah. that you don't believe in any religion or yeah. organized religion or any of the dogma they're in yeah so i consider myself an atheist but i do also consider myself a spiritual person yeah and see, so i call myself a spiritual yeah. atheist and
1: that's why i like the agnostic atheist because it's the same type of thing it's like yeah. the agnostic part is like maybe there's something and there's spirituality and there's this and that, but the atheist part is like, there's no like, I
0: just don't believe that Jesus Christ really did all that he did. And, and, and believe me, I have, I think like Jesus Christ was a cool cat. So when I talk about Jesus, I am not trying to disrespect. I think the story of Jesus is cool. It's fascinating. He's a cool dude. He's Fonzie man. He's, He's the coolest cat there that ever lived. But as I explored my, you know, atheism and doctrine and all this, I got to the point where I'm not even sure he really existed. And I mean, no disrespect to those who believe, believe me, if whatever you guys believe, please believe it. It's we're just having a conversation here. So don't get upset or triggered because our beliefs might defer but at the end of the day i'm not even certain he really existed so you know at the end of the day um if he existed great you know um but there's there's something that stuck with me um and well i've got a meme for that i I've got a meme for there's everything. there's a meme for everything <laughs> <though>. <laughs> yeah let me do that okay well this isn't the one but this is one that i also posted Being a good human being has nothing to do with God, religion, or being religious. It has everything to do with empathy, kindness, and tolerance. Because you see a lot of people who identify as Christian who are like, fuck, good grief. Right. So I think that's, there's a lot of uh, truth to that. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find it there for the longest time. So. An hour and a half has passed. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But this meme has a picture of Jesus sitting there. And it says, when you tell them how to find the God within, but they start worshiping you instead. And then the next picture is a close-up of his face looking all forlorn. Right. Yeah. And, And my point is, is that my belief is that if Jesus is real, that... Jesus was trying to tell us that we we all are the children of God. I mean, when you look at the Bible, and I've read it, when you look at the Bible, it's trying to tell you about the supernatural forces of the universe and the supernatural forces within and our relationship and connection to it. And so I just find it kind of, I don't know, and I don't mean any disrespect, of course, but I do find it a little odd that we would start worshiping this man when he kind of explicitly said not to, he was trying to get us to understand that we're all the children of God. What do you
1: think? Well, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, some people say worship Jesus. Some people say worship God. Some people the the Father, the Son, the whole what the what the fuck? I know what that is. I don't understand it. Like I've never like I've never read the Bible. The Holy I've Trinity.
0: Never, yeah, the, but the so Son, I
1: I really am the Father, so the Son, the
0: Holy Ghost.
1: Uneducated about
0: well God. they're one and the same, <laughs>
1: uh-huh. so they're
0: interchangeable. Yeah, and that God um, impregnated Mary. Mm-hmm. And then she had, you know, a d- uh, divine conception, you know. A ma- multi- I've seen some funny memes about
1: that. It's like, mir- anyway. Miraculous <laughs> conception is what it's called. Hey, I'm trying to find a I word know. here.
0: Hold on. Um, but then, and then she gave birth to God and he lived his life. And that's where his teaching was trying to teach us But I thought
1: she gave birth to Jesus. Huh? She gave birth to Jesus.
0: Who is God? But- <laughs> God put himself inside of her and was born into human form. And so okay. Jesus is considered God in human form. Okay. And, and, and it, it really depends on the different teachings.
1: And I just have to interject. I saw yeah. a meme about this yesterday, and it was just like a little cartoon of like Mary and her friend. And the mm-hmm. friend's like, shit, girl, they actually believed it.
0: i always thought she cheated right (laughs) joe's like hey man how did you get pregnant
1: miraculous
0: conception (laughs) sure buddy likely story yeah 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 well and that's the thing is that you know they tell us that we're not allowed to kid about these things we're not allowed to have a sense of humor that we can you know we have to take these things super serious and i do believe that Religion can have a positive force in your life, but when you interpret it from this ultra-serious point of view, it has a tendency to make people,
1: you know, extreme. Yeah.
0: It radicalizes people.
1: Speak on that. Well, it does. I mean, yeah, like you said, the good of it, it can be community for people. It can, If people really do need it in their life to, like, help them get sober or stay sober or lead a different type of lifestyle, then... Good. I mean, it can be a force for good, but when it turns into trying to make everybody live by those principles or trying to interpret things in a weird way to be more controlling. Well, and I don't
0: think that people are uh, are people are too flawed to be perfect. And so whenever, you know, it's kind of a double edged sword in the sense that people are too flawed to live up to the perfect um, according to Hoyle Bible perfection, but at the same time, it also forgives all kinds of sins. Just, yeah, I'll do all these crazy things. I'll rape, pillage and plunder and murder. Yeah. And then I'll, I can just forgive. I'll go kill I'll somebody on Friday for forgiveness. and then right. Sunday I ask
1: for forgiveness and I'm fine.
0: And I understand the spirit of that. You know, I really do. I understand mm-hmm. that. They're saying, hey, you know,
1: God gives second you. chances. Yeah. But but people but take if, advantage But of if that.
0: people use that and take advantage of it, then right, yeah. right. And so the natural conclusion for my personal life is I was working two jobs. I was doing everything right. I was praying. I wasn't sinning. I wasn't hurting anybody. I was minding my own P's and Q's. And my life was just perpetually in the shitter. I couldn't seem to get job promotions. I couldn't seem to find, I mean, people like I was meeting friends who were burning me and screwing me over. And at the end of the day, I got to a point where I was like, you know, hate to do this, but maybe this is not accurate. Maybe there's something to this. Maybe this is a self-fulfilling prophecy where we just so badly want it to be real that we manifest it to be real and that's mm-hmm. the thing about energy and intention. you you wish something enough it becomes absolutely real in your mind and i'm sure there's people in the audience right now who are just like absolutely convinced of it
1: being authentic
0: and, well, and they're yeah. afraid to question and, it you yeah know?
1: and that whole feeling thing like yeah at one point i think it was in high school there was a a concert it was a Christian band at a big church in um Ray Grande. Yeah. And I remember I went and I came home and I was like, yeah, like told my mom, like, I felt something. Well, no shit. I was in an auditorium with hundreds of people and they're all like jazzed and listening to music and well, having yeah, fun. And feeling, that's what I felt. You I were felt feeling this- the excitement of all now, this energy now around. Now knowing you. that yeah. I am empathic to some degree. Right. Like, so of course I was feeling <clears> something. <throat> and you know, I was in high school, so it was like a day later I was like meh yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah, following yeah. through on that shit. Like, right, right.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah. So I began my journey into atheism, and it was a long road. It doesn't happen overnight. Over time, you kind of become more agnostic. You kind of fall from the grace of uh, your religion for a while. You start asking the big questions: Is this stuff real? And you start seeing the accumulation of bad things. And bad people in the world, and and it makes you often wonder, how in the fuck is there a God
1: behind the wheel
0: of all this? Do you want to maybe speak on that?
1: Well, yeah, it makes you question that a lot. And I know the whole, usually the answer you get when you question it is, oh, there's free will. Okay, but why does that, how does that explain children getting cancer or children getting killed they don't have any free will in any of this and because yeah. the adult decided they're gonna that's their prerogative like and i, I just, just could never ex-
0: i could never accept the fact that christianity states that we were born broken
1: that pisses me off the whole like a child if a baby dies without being saved or whatever that baby's mm. going to hell or purgatory yeah or if someone's in so much pain <laughs> mm. that they commit suicide they're going to hell that just just well, always pissed and the, me and off and the
0: basic premise that we're not born we're born broken we're born yeah. sinners yeah i think we learn bad behaviors yeah. i don't think it's inherent no
1: not at all so i
0: kind of disagree with that premise yeah well talking about what pisses me off I was working at Lowe's one time, and there was this gal. She used to work in carpet, and um, and we were friends. You know, I thought she was a nice gal, and she was an open Christian. We, we all knew it. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, like I said, I, I got nothing against people believing in whatever they want, you know, but we were talking in the break room about whether or not there's a soul. Now, I don't technically believe in a soul, but I believe... That a soul is the accumulation of our heart, our character. You know, whether we have a literal soul or not, I mean, maybe there's this little speck of energy. That an res- essence
1: of a person. It's, it's right. like your mm-hmm. your
0: footprint, your yeah. fingerprint. Yeah. It's a DNA fingerprint, an energetic fingerprint of who you are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether that's really there or not is sort of irrelevant to the greater premise that um, we all have a spirit. You know, mm-hmm. we have we're, we have something within us that's uniquely us, right? Um, and so we were talking about this stuff at the break room, and I remember her saying something that frosted my ass. it so the animal thing? Yeah. Yes. She said that animals don't have a soul, but humans do. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, wait a second. I said, so you mean to tell me that serial killers have a soul, but sweet little innocent puppies and kittens don't. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: she's like, well, that's just the way it is. And I was like, you know, it got me thinking. And I, and I, and I, I, I tried to reserve judgment because that's her way. And I didn't want to offend her, but I said something to the effect of, well, you know, I said to her, you know, no offense, but we're all biological organisms. Why on earth would God differentiate between mm-hmm. an animal and a person? I hate to break it to you, but you're an animal too. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. And they don't want to believe that. And that's well, why they, they don't believe in evolution. They don't believe in evolution, yeah. right? They believe we were all created. it's mm-hmm. like, God, you know, what are you going to do? You know? And so at the end of the day, it's that you get to that point where it's like, you know, agree to disagree, yeah, because at exactly. the end of the day,
1: whatever others are believing, that's their business. As long well as they're not hurting anyone. Right. Um, yeah. Right.
0: But I wanted to later get into how it is hurting some people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I remember watching an atheist show where somebody was saying, well, when you fly and you have a near-death experience, I'll bet you believe in God then. And uh, Matt Dillahunty, a famous atheist, says... That doesn't prove that God
1: is real. It only proves that I'm human and scared. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. And that's just right. it is
0: that when you're scared, of course you get a little closer to God. You want, "Hey man, you're not going to hurt me here, are you?" Mm-hmm. I always feel better on a flight when I see a baby. I'm like, "If God would be so cruel to kill a baby then, you know, you know, I just feel safer when there's a right. baby on board." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is it at the end of the day you know it's human to believe in a supernatural being to want to believe in a supernatural of being of course
1: it's comforting
0: oh well, yeah it is comforting and it com- it's it's i think it's twofold on the one hand you want to believe because you want to believe that when you do right when you do the right thing that you're rewarded for it in some form or fashion mm. But secondarily, we we also we we want there to be, uh, someone some arbiter of justice, some police spiritual police force that's going to, you know, hurt and 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 uh, not hurt, but um, punish the wicked. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, I think, they want to believe because well, look at all these sinners; they're all going to hell, and they feel better thinking that you know God's on the task; He's gonna, you know supernaturally you know fuck with them and that's Mm -hmm. whether you call it karma whether you call it you know uh, just desserts whatever it is at the end of the day i think it's twofold we want to believe in a supernatural force because we want to curry favor with that supernatural force but secondarily we want the bad people in the world to get hurt yeah like We want to believe that there's some sense of justice in this world, that free will is just, wow, too much free will. There's too many people causing too many problems.
1: Uh, Speak about that. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you want to believe that these people are evil people are going to be punished. But then at the same time, what if there's somebody like say murder or serial killer goes into prison and then he like finds God and asks for forgiveness. So Jeffrey Dahmer so became now a Christian so when he, he went to fine. prison. Exactly. So it's just, and it's, he was
0: completely forgiven. And while whole, I believe like, that, and I, I believe that's a good thing in spirit. Mm-hmm. It just means that nothing we do really matters. If you can so just forgive. Yeah.
1: So what, so basically when you come down to it, As long as a really evil person is a Christian, then they're going to heaven. But if a non-Christian that lives good their whole life, just because they're non-Christian, they're going to hell. Well, and and
0: and see that's where that's where (laughs) we get into the weeds, and there's this gray area. Yeah. And like I said, this is just a thought experiment, so don't get triggered, don't Mm -hmm. get offended. We're just asking questions here. Yeah. But the reason why I became an atheist because I started understanding that we're biological organisms. There's no differentiation between myself and a monkey and a dog and a porcupine and a beaver and a panda bear. We're all critters on this planet. The only difference, what separates us is that we are, we have bigger brains Mm -hmm. and that we have an opposable thumb that allows us to use tools. Now, a lot of people think, well, that's good enough for me. It's not good enough for me because at the end of the day, what it means is, is that, I mean, think about it. Christians, as much as we love their, they love their animals. Sorry, you're not going to hell, tiger. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, puppers, but you're not going to heaven.
1: Yeah. Right. You know, it's like good grief. I don't,
0: you know, and so at the end of the day, it really does bring up a lot of questions about its authenticity. And then when you, start to think about the bigger picture of hundreds of religions, well, they can't all be right, mm-hmm. right? So you're basically saying that yours is accurate, but everybody well, else's is, is
1: wrong. Well, and I remember in my, I think mm-hmm. it was either 11th or 12th grade English class, we were learning about all different religions. And I remember thinking, like, they're all exactly the same. Well, generally except speaking, Except for, yeah. you know, minor differences. So either there's just one God, maybe we're getting and the details all different wrong. Different offshoots, yeah. or people just want this thing to be real. Maybe the general culture. gist is right, but right. the
0: details are get mm-hmm. lost through yeah. translation. But I remember <laughs> thinking
1: like they're all the same. Like, yeah, well, yeah, generally they are. Mm-hmm.
0: You know,
1: well, yeah, men controlling women, and
0: <laughs> well, we won't
1: get into all that. Well, we? Will later, but but yes.
0: Well. And I, you know, we're at the age where a lot of our friends are having mental health problems. A lot of our friends are going through, you know, tough times. And a lot of times that brings you closer to religion. You want something in your life that gives your life balance, that gives your life wholesomeness. And I don't blame people for that. For me... I just do it without the religion. Why can't you still be wholesome? Why can't you still do good mm-hmm. things? Well, why, like pe- what do you need God for? A lot yeah. of Christians think that you have to have the God concept in order to have these things, you have and you, to, you don't. You can't
1: be a moral person unless you have religion, and that, that's a question that comes up a lot. Like, if well, if you're All not right. Christian, then how, how do you have morals? Well, why would I not? Yeah. Like, why would I I'm thinking not the right just thoughts. go out and kill people because I don't have a religion in my life? Like, right, that- and,
0: and you get a lot of bad arguments from Christians that mm-hmm. think that without God, you're, we're all going to become rapists and serial killers. Yeah. Like, good grief. Yeah. At the end of the day, I do believe that some people are just born inherently good, and some people uh, maybe aren't born bad, but maybe they're born uh, with something in their brain like Jeffrey Dahmer, where it becomes an obsession, a compulsion, and then they kind of go down this path of, uh, you know, discovery until it reaches its final conclusion where apparently now you're showering with dead bodies in the the shower and you're eating tongues for lunch. Now, (laughs) that's weird (laughs) shit, right? But that's why we want to believe, at the end of the day, we want to believe that there's some arbiter of justice that somebody's out there fighting the good fight for us, good people. Speak about
1: that. Well, yeah, and, and like I just mentioned, where but well, where is the ultimate justice? Because you said, like you said, he went to prison, he repented, he asked mm-hmm. for forgiveness, he found religion. And now he's going to heaven? But what if one of his victims wasn't a Christian and wasn't saved? So that person's going to hell, but he's going to heaven.
0: Yeah, well... It just doesn't make sense. Well, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't mean to poke fun. Uh, If you're religious, great. Whatever works for people.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think in a
0: general sense, religion is trying to get people to fly right, get people to believe in something uh bigger than themselves and I have no problem with that. Where I get have the problem is that when you start getting into the minutiae and the details of it all, it all sort of unravels. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. just like, "Really? Is that really it, you know?" And so at the end of the day, I I think we have to live our life with a sense of respect. Respect other people's differences. You don't have to believe what they believe, even if what they believe is weird. Whatever. Who's it hurting? It's not hurting them. It's not hurting you. So at the end of the day, I do believe in order to be a good person, you just got to let people be what they want to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yep.
0: But there's an exception for every rule in the sense that do I want to let Marjorie Taylor Greene... And uh, Lauren Boebert uh, uh, scream all day long about what good Christians they are while being hateful weirdos. Uh, we got to draw the line somewhere. We'll talk no, about that.
1: Well, people like that—they hide behind it. It's like performative Christianity, and they hide behind that. In well, and that's it to justify. Kind
0: of the problem these days is that I feel like a lot of people hide behind their Christianity. They. They use it as a shield to shield their bad behaviors. And then they say they're doing it for this greater good. And then they become crusaders. They're crusading for the Christian cause. But when what they're really doing is crusading for their own cause. Yeah. And I don't want to go into that too, too much because um, I don't enjoy talking about it, but we are getting to a point in our culture and society today where people think they've got this uh, shield this badge from god uh to you and, and it gives them license to say do anything they want because they think of themselves as a soldier for jesus but yeah. then they don't have the self-awareness to understand how fucking weird they they're getting right. and, the-
1: and that if that was a true thing mm-hmm. like you'd think that would That would make you feel like you have more of a responsibility to act right and be right. Mm. And it just seems to give them license to do the opposite sometimes.
0: Well, and that's what I mean about self-awareness. People just don't have the fucking self-awareness to understand how to act as an agent of God. At the end of the day, we're human. We're flawed. We try to do what we feel is right ethically, morally. um, Try to live by some code or principles and at the end of the day i have no problem with people trying to live up to some code of ethics or some moral or ethical code but at the end of the day i mean they make exceptions for themselves as if they're yeah. immune from yeah. what everybody else should right. be yeah. held up to a certain standard
1: yeah absolutely
0: Well, and this would be a good time to talk about uh, the weaponization of religion. At the end of the day, I feel, and this is just a theory, but a lot of these Christian crusaders who are in our politics, they want to make things harder because they know if they make things hard enough, we'll all come running into the arms
1: of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Speak about that. (laughs) that's exactly it you know yeah if if we make it so hard then they're gonna have to they're gonna need that in their life because it's gonna be the only thing that'll give them any comfort because we're gonna make everything else so bad and then oh then we'll bring people to the churches and then we'll get more money through the churches and then and then and then and then then.
0: well and i get sick and tired of the world going to shit and it and the natural reaction for most people is just run into the arms of religion Religion isn't the answer, especially if it's not done right. I got no problem with people running into the arms of religion, but not if it's sort of exacerbating the problem of hypocrisy and hysteria and extremism. Mm -hmm. Talk about that.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like they make you, the politicians, I should say, they make you feel like, you know, they're on the side of Jesus and they're on the side of good. So if you go on their side, then it just kind of takes away your having to think about things sometimes. And people yeah. are just like, well, that's, you know, that's the side that they're on and that's the side that I am so I'm on. So I don't have to pay attention and I don't have to do any, you know, brain power to well, think about things. And, and, and they don't
0: have the intelligence, nor do they have the inclination to see the hypocrisy in their own stance. At the end yeah. of the day it you you claim to be this Christian crusader working in politics to solve certain problems and yet you're anti-gay, anti-trans, which they can point to the Bible to try to use that hate as a as a as a means right. of some purification. But then yeah. What, why gun control? I don't remember there being gun control in the fucking Bible. Talk about
1: that. Right. Well, and that's where the hypocrisy and the picking and choosing comes in. Right. Well, and to the
0: uninitiated politically, um, it's easy to think, oh, the Republicans, they're the Christian ones. And the Democrats, well, they're the atheist ones. And they, they're all going to hell because blah, blah, blah. But then once you start looking at the actual policies and you start looking at their behavior, you start to notice a trend that Democrats might lean more atheist or agnostic or less religious, we'll say, but are doing the work that you would think Christians would be doing. Oh, yeah. Helping the poor, Mm -hmm. helping create better jobs, infrastructure, feeding people, food stamps, etc. How on earth can can these Republicans reconcile with their Christian beliefs and then tell you that they don't want to do anything to solve gun control. Don't want to do anything to feed the poor. They want to kick the dog. They want tough love. In other words, I think their whole Christian bona fides is really just this way of, uh, they want to be extreme to those they consider wrongdoers. And yet they don't give a shit about solving the real problems that jesus talks about
1: no not at all they just want to be able to say well i'm a good christian and that's it they're christians in name only, and when they come when it comes down to it they're as far from that and what the actual ideals are supposed to be
0: well a lot of people who are not into politics were like well blah 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 you know they they give cover to these people and they just keep year after year getting weirder and weirder and worse and worse. At the end of the day, I got to believe that if there was really a God in the heavens, how on earth would he take sides with the Republican party in the configuration
1: it's in? He wouldn't. Yeah. Not to mention there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, which they don't want. Yeah. There was one, I can't remember what state he was from, but literally said that that's not a thing. That's not how it's supposed to be. Well, religion no. and, and uh, government are supposed to be interconnected. A lot
0: of these people want to push for more yeah. religion in yeah. in the state. Because they but want, only their religion. They want to de- de- dictate as a theocracy. Yeah. And I just think that's dangerous because well, yeah. not only do you not know how to practice Christianity correctly, and right. that's the thing, this is not about picking on Christianity. I think there's plenty of people who know how to take, you know, follow the teachings and do it right. So this is not a a referendum on Christianity. This is a referendum on the way people interpret and practice it. They're not doing it correctly. And so then they become hypocrites and they start to do weird, weird shit that I think is just not congruent with Jesus's teachings.
1: Well, yeah. And not to mention there are other religions.
0: Right. 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 So, so if, We're supposed to forego and pretend that no other religion exists except for your white Southern religion. Yeah, exactly. That's (laughs)
1: exactly it.
0: It's it's something else. Mm -hmm. And you would think if these people had any moral consistency, they would try to correct their behavior. I've got another meme here for (laughs) you.
1: Yeah, well, I was just going to say, and they don't, and that's the problem. It is, it's the absolute hypocrisy of it that's so maddening.
0: Right. It's something else. So this is a meme here that I put in my Instagram, and it says, All men make mistakes, but a good man yields when he knows his course is wrong and repairs the evil. The only crime is pride. And so if you're making mistakes and you're kind of doing the non-Christian thing and you claim to be this Christian, instead of correcting their values or correcting their behaviors, they
1: double down on it. They double down or they they twist words to try to make them fit their narrative. Right. Yeah. It's It's weird. It is. And so what would you say
0: to our audience, babe, for those people who, you know, are tr- just trying to figure all this stuff out. They want to, they don't know, you know, a lot of people are afraid of life. They're scared. And so they, they rely on religion as a, I don't want to say a crutch because that's mm-hmm. not me. That's not very nice.
1: Yeah.
0: But they, it's a salve. And at the yeah. end of the day, they want religion in their life, but uh, you know, but they don't know how to interact in the real world with this newfound set of, principles talk about yeah. them.
1: well i think you just have to i mean if you yeah if you're religious and mm-hmm. that makes you gives you comfort and helps you get through life fine i mean but mm-hmm. you have to have a healthy balance with that in reality and actually pay you know if you're voting for someone because they say they're christian will make sure you look at what they're actually doing yeah. and whether they're actually right. living by those values you just have to get out of that little bubble and make sure you pay attention to what's actually happening. Well,
0: and my biggest issue with all of this is the, um, the extremism. Yeah. It all goes to extremes. A lot of people who, uh, are politicians who vote or who, who work in Congress who are Christian or claim to be Christian. Um, they become extremists. They become Mm zealots and, um, I, they get kind of fucking weird. Talk about that. (laughs) <laughs> they do they they hide behind they wanna, they, they talk about freedom but they want to ban yeah. books they do all yeah. these unusual things that would not
1: be copacetic mm-hmm. in christianity i know that it it boggles my mind and i literally don't understand it i really it's they just they obviously don't I don't even know how to say it. Like, they mm-hmm. say they're Christians, but they're obviously not. They twist mm-hmm. it. They don't know the true meaning of it and just use it as a hammer. Well, and, it- and as an
0: atheist, you know what that does for me? It makes me realize that it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I and I, I say that hesitantly because at the end of the day, this is not about making fun of religion. This is not no. about making fun of Christians or people of religion whatever people want to believe that gives them comfort and love and joy and uh, strength and bravery in their life. I am all for it. Yeah. But that being said, a strong belief doesn't necessarily mean that it's real.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: And, I, and, and when I see the world and the state that it's in, isn't it fucking convenient that we all, you know, cause that's what Christians always say is that, well, Mankind has free will. That's why there's so much bad stuff in the world. Really? He's fucking omnipotent. What are mm-hmm. you talking about? How yeah. can they reconcile with this? So we have free will. So what? So he can't change free will. Therefore, we have to accept child molesters and rapists. We have to accept all the corruption. And every day there's a shooting and people are dying. But, but I'm sure God could step in, but he's got mm-hmm. he he can't yeah. he can't stop free will uh, Speak right. about that
1: it, what is it doesn't make sense to me it's just a way to excuse things i think it's a way to it's a way to believe
0: without thinking critically egg,
1: that's exactly
0: it because <laughs> they don't
1: have an answer as to why that would happen with someone that could is all powerful and could prevent it so that's their excuse yeah. free I will I mean,
0: there's he's a supernatural he created the universe he can create it anyway and fix it any way he so pleases, but yet we make up this fucking, like, this stumbling block, this excuse that just, it's like a a speed bump that's always there getting in the way of rationale, rationality. How on earth can we always
1: point to this free will thing when we see every day that things are going to shit? Yeah, and just made me think about the whole, like, scientifically it's proven there's dinosaur bones there's things that are this old and then their whole excuse is well that was just put there to by test. god to test your faith <laughs>
0: yeah. uh- there's an allison chains uh album that's called um what's it called yeah so in 2013 they uh allison chains the grunge band that i love and we saw them last summer uh but they have an album out called the devil put dinosaurs here uh, it's their fifth studio album, and 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 that's what I mean is that they they bend themselves into a fucking pretzel to, mm-hmm. to 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 justify this belief that they have. And like I said, I don't want people to not believe because of me. I want people to follow the evidence. And and yes, I get it. Spirituality is supposed to be bigger than that. Well, Brian, you can't. You know, sometimes you just got to go on faith. Okay, but. I mean, when you see the world in its current state getting racked, and every day we're like, oh, another five year old got shot in the face. that couldn't even recognize them facially because her face exploded. But, oh, you know, thoughts
1: and prayers.
0: Yeah. Speak about that.
1: That is it's just an excuse to not do anything. Yeah, it's just, and then, and it's becoming this old patriarchy. It is something like that happens, then oh, it's not the time to talk about it, and then a couple weeks go by, oh well, it's already, it's said already and forgotten, it's done. Yeah, it's, and that's
0: just it: is that you take these so-called Christian conservatives, and there's never a right time to talk about it. There's never a time to talk about just,
1: I mean common sense gun control it takes away their responsibility for doing anything right like and a lot of them too I think and I
0: think most of them aren't real Christians yeah and they're only using that as an excuse right. to excuse it away so that mm-hmm. they don't have to deal with it
1: yeah and I think we've talked about it before too is that so many people that are Christians they're so looking forward to the afterlife that it Oh well, it happens. There's a they're part meant of them, to be There, that yeah, kid's in heaven now. There's this
0: weird part of them that's looking forward yeah. to death. Like, good grief, yeah. that's creepy as shit. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, and 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 never mind the fact that there's a hundred religions on the planet. We don't, they don't. They never explain that. Mm-hmm. And and yet you see, Fox, but they're wrong. Fox News all day, every day, claiming, looking and acting Christian while making fun of liberals, making fun of Democrats calling everybody this and that, calling people names, and then making fun of, I mean, they're openly racist, a lot mm-hmm. of them. How on earth can you be an open racist when Jesus Christ was a fucking Mesopotamian? He was brown-skinned Middle Eastern. Like, are these I people, know. like, they really do believe that Jesus is this, like, brown-haired, blue-eyed guy they see in the portraits. I know. I- like, <laughs> oh, just- God. God. It just it boggles the mind. Yeah, and and like really I said, does. I mean, I've got nothing against people believing, but good grief! I mean, get a fucking clue, stupid.
1: Yeah, and another thing too that just comes to mind is you know mm. people that have cancer or have life threatening things that get helped and cured and taken care of by nurses and doctors and. Mm people are just like oh praise god no the doctor why that went you to years of medical for, yeah. school the nurse that went to years of nursing school they Notice, don't get any credit it's, yeah
0: every time there's a football player scores a touchdown it's god's doing every time he fumbles the ball and the other team scores why what it's not god or it's it's the devil but
1: <laughs> according to the other team it was god yeah right uh, it's just yeah it boggles
0: the mind. And and so I speak about all this not to criticize, not to make fun because like it's I said, it's just trying to make sense of it. I got nothing against, you know, uh, people going to church, getting a little faith out of it, getting a little happiness and positivity and joy and community. I think there's many reasons why the f- church can be a good thing. It, they it act as be. a community service. They help people remember their values. Uh, It acts as a a sense of community with like-minded individuals. So I'm not really against it. But at the end of the day, it's just like, man, what do we got to do to get these people to wake up?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Well, and the thing is, too, like, I know how hard it was. I didn't even grow up religious and Mm -hmm. how hard it was for me to actually say the words yeah. I'm an atheist or I'm an agnostic. I know and you I didn't still even, have trouble. And I didn't even grow up religious. So right. people that are grown up indoctrinated into things. And I've, I'm have i in well, that Facebook
0: group. And that's you, what I mean about that innate fear mm-hmm. of saying that you're, you don't believe in God is mm-hmm. we're afraid God's going to like strike us with lightning. But then I also
1: believe that if there is an omnipotent God, then he's not going to give a shit. Honestly, like if you're a good person and you live your life <clears throat> to the best of your abilities and you're yeah. helpful and you're kind, I don't think he's going to care if you say you're a Christian or not. Well, and just like a stable,
0: secure man who's stable and secure in his masculinity, he doesn't go around talking about being an all the time. And I would believe that a strong, stable, kind God would allow... For people to question it
1: yeah and would be like okay i get it i didn't give you any signs i don't i don't blame you
0: exactly okay, come on in and yet they they like to to, to vilify those mm-hmm. who ask questions yes yeah. yep it's just come and on. yeah it's
1: some of these stories so that obvious. i hear from women in that group that have that grew up in mm-hmm. hardcore religious families and the, they they get out of it and their their parents won't talk to them their friends won't talk to them I their know. family won't talk to them it's it's horrible well and the
0: thing that upsets me most about a lot of religion too is not just the hypocrisy but uh this sense of patriarchy speak about that
1: well that's and that's why i think the old oligarchy yeah the white
0: male oligarchy
1: the power trips that men are having over these women it's in all religions i mean look at islam i mean women have to walk around in these covered up and it really hit me when i was working in the store a couple of years ago, a couple of summers ago, these women, these Muslim women would come in, in these heavy wool, head to toe, covered, it's a hundred mm-hmm. degrees outside. Right. And their husbands are walking around in shorts and t-shirts.
0: Right. Right. So I, it's not just- I saw it's, that it, it's, in Utah. Yeah. It's yeah. every religion.
1: Right. And it's a way for not only men to control women, but rich people to control poor people. Right educated people to control uneducated people it's it. all
0: about control it's and that's exactly it is that at the end of the day I've got nothing against casual Christianity but at the mm-hmm. end of the day when you start to see the nefarious plots that are just uh, taking people out of re- reason and out of rationalism and forcing these unusual hateful, points of view. I mean, I've got you know, yes, everything has a hierarchy, but I mean, we're told that we're born equal, but then we're supposed to what? You know, heed to some crazy what if you what if this man's a Christian what if he's an alcoholic and he's a psychopath and, and some family is living in hell yeah. because of this poor but son of a bitch? but divorce is a
1: sin, so you have to stay with and him And we're not even, the man's in no. not even allowed to question his faith. Not even allowed to question his his yeah. superiority and mm-hmm. his uh, being in charge of this family. The wife would be the, the sinful one for wanting to leave. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: that's the problem with a lot of good notions is that, yeah, religion, you know, Christianity, uh, it all means well, but when you analyze it, that's when it starts to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that against anyone. If, if yeah. you know, I'm sure a lot of Christians right now are thinking this is, we're just testing their faith.
1: Yeah. So have have if fun any with that. are even listening that are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, most of our we haven't already probably. scared them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we talk about all this not to pile on, not to be mean, but I just want people out there to to think about this stuff rationally. Why would a real God want this crazy extremist party fucking up fairness? Uh, fucking with the poor fucking with black people Mm -hmm. fucking with women at the end of the day if there's a real god that ain't it (laughs) no absolutely i agree you you know Mm -hmm. and so at the end of the day i'm not trying to get anyone to become atheist but i do want people to think critically when it comes to belief because at the end of the day it starts becoming this weird psychological addiction it almost becomes a um a, a a um it becomes somewhat of a superstition. Mm-hmm. And and people who are grow up in deeply religious households, a lot of times, uh, everything they do, uh, God is at the forefront of their thinking. And their mental health goes to shit oh, because yeah. they're always scared of doing something that's going to defy right. God's will. Talk about yeah. that, please.
1: That's It's just another way of controlling people is yeah. making them fearful of doing anything. That's right. not with the you know with the, the company line to. Well, phrase, at the end of the day,
0: if 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 a god is so insecure that you can't question him, maybe he needs to like grow the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I, I just maybe I'm just saying maybe that's not God's will. Maybe that's not God's thinking. Maybe that's the insecure men who are teaching mm-hmm. it. The old yeah. patriarchies that are trying to yeah. keep people enslaved to this notion that men are superior. Yeah
1: hundred percent, you know, I agree.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I want to pivot a little bit, babe. I want to kind of talk about now uh, uh, the difference between uh, religion and spirituality, because there's an old saying that God likes uh, uh, spiritual fruits, not religious nuts. And I, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I tend to agree. I call myself a spiritual atheist in your own terms, please, what do you think that is?
1: It's it's not believing in a god or a deity or... Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how to... Say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to even, like, define spiritualism. It's just, it's a feeling. It's a... Yeah, well, and it doesn't necessarily... Openness to it, things...
0: Sure, but it doesn't even necessarily involve a deity. I mean, yeah, spirituality no. could be uh,
1: your connection to nature. Yeah, going out into the forest when I get to when I've been in Yosemite, it's just you. Just, I just get this feeling come over. Or your me. connection like, to the universe. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or your relationship with yourself and your own
1: feelings. Mm-hmm. Or your pets, or your spouse, or your you know your a spirit friends. Of it's kindness just a, that yeah. that, that, mm-hmm. that
0: is the uh, mainstay and the priority in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
0: So, you know, I, I call myself a spiritual atheist, and and that's really what it is for me, is I, I have nothing against Christian views and values, uh, so long as you're not a hypocrite, so long as you're not becoming extreme and being extremely weird about it. And that's my problem with a lot of these Christians nowadays, is they're all a bunch of fucking lunatics. They're a bunch of crusaders, and they're not Christian. They're racist, Mm -hmm. they're misogynist, they're hypocritical. They're, I mean, look at uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene yelling and screaming at this poor kid in high school who just lost a bunch of his friends to a school shooting, and she's out there walking around
1: with a camera taunting this kid. Yeah. That's not very fucking
0: Christian. No,
1: it's not. Or I just read about a story of a woman who was forced to give birth to a stillborn baby she almost died how can you tell me that a a unborn child that has already died yeah how can you tell me that a god wouldn't want you to save that mother and remove the fetus from her so she can live
0: well at this point the fetus is nothing but a setback
1: Mm -hmm. to her
0: health and if you have to attract this stillborn in order to save the mother I believe God would want you to do that. Uh, Absolutely. And how they trick their brains into thinking that they can't because they're pro-life and anti-abortion. Good grief, stupid, wake up. Well, that's what I mean is a lot of them, they're pushing this agenda that, okay, so you don't want there to be um, abortion, But then they don't even make uh, uh, exceptions for rape
1: and incest. Yeah, or the health of the mother, or or if the child, because sometimes there's there's fetuses that have they can tell there's so many health problems they're literally not going to live more than a minute. They're not Mm going to live more than two minutes. They're not going to survive. It's just prolonging everything, and you can't tell me that a loving God would want a mother to die. And leave her whole family other children behind. But don't you
0: know it's God's will? Yeah, right. Uh, mm-hmm. It's God's will.
1: Yeah, exactly. God's will makes up then, a lot of the then, hypocrisy yeah. in religion. Then why did God allow us to have these medical breakthroughs and learn science and learn things that can help people? Well, yeah. and-
0: At what point do we draw the line between God's uh, intervention and human beings being smart enough to figure this stuff yeah. out for ourselves? Yeah. Right. It, if 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 it's God, if if human, if if our, we can't, we have freedom of will. Then why can't we freedom of our will ourselves to a better
1: right. society? Yeah. Or like with the whole anti-abortion thing. Okay. Well, then what about when this mother who accidentally got pregnant who can't afford a child. They don't believe in welfare. They don't believe in food stamps. They don't believe in free education. They don't believe in anything that would actually
0: help. If they truly were Christian, they would believe in doing what's necessary to make sure that these children are fed and and raised correctly.
1: Pro-life. But
0: if they're truly pro-life, they would believe in these things, and yet they don't. And that's why I challenge right-wing Christianity. It's just a bad interpretation of... Uh, Christianity that I think means well, mm-hmm. but in practice, it's only as good as the numb nuts that's fucking practicing it.
1: Yeah, it's just another way to control control women.
0: That's right, and that's what I mean. It's become this patriarchal system where men want to c- control and dominate uh, people out of uh, free will. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about spirituality because I, you know, I think I'm a spiritual person. I think you're a spiritual person. In your own words, talk about what spirituality is for you.
1: I think it's just an an openness to things that I don't understand. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're interested in, in ghosts and things. Well, yeah. it's it's probably a scientific First of explanation. First of all, religion doesn't
0: even allow you to look right. at the paranormal, yeah. which is odd because there is a Holy Ghost there. Right, exactly.
1: Yeah, so it's just an openness to things things that I don't understand. Like maybe it maybe there's a God behind it. There's maybe a scientific explanation. It's it's just well, being an open minded person. And, I a, think. and
0: a and a loving stable God would not care whether or not you got involved in the
1: paranormal. Well yeah. If if there's a, a God, he gave you a <laughs> brain, so use it.
0: That's Christian's fear, not right. God.
1: Exactly. So I mean why would why straight. would a God give you a brain if he doesn't want you to use it? Well yeah, and, and why would he not and... want
0: you to question things? Yeah. If if God stands up to scrutiny, I would think he would want you to mm-hmm. question these things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So elaborate more, because I don't really quite know what you mean about being open to stuff. And if, if if spirituality is a way of life and a way of living, just like religion, it's the alternative, if you will, minus the deity. Uh, what exactly does that entail?
1: That's it's very hard for me to define. It's just more of a feeling like it's just... Mm-hmm. You like you said, you get into nature, and there's just this feeling that comes over you. There's this peace. There's this wanting to. I don't know. What if I all really of that's God, know? though, dear? Well, it might be. But I then, don't know.
0: But, but but then you're turning your back on religion.
1: No, because I don't know, and that's the thing. Right? I, it's, I'm just yeah. No, honestly, Christian like that's absolutely <laughs> it, and it absolutely could be that, but I don't yeah. have any proof of that, well, so speak about this.
0: I mean, you know, Christians are always worried about, well, if you don't have God, you're, you, you know, the, the, you know, idle hands are the devil's playthings, and mm-hmm. you're going to be tempted out of God and into uh, evil and tyranny, uh, even though they do that all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but, but speak about that. Uh, if, what if Christian, what if spirituality isn't strong enough? We have to, what if we have to, Surrender our soul to this uh, God belief to truly be saved. Uh, make your case that uh, spiritualism can be just as ethical as yeah. religion.
1: Well, I, I'm myself an example of that. I don't need that to be a good person. I'm kind. I'm caring. I've never like I still feel bad about one time when I was like ten, went to my friend's house that lived next to a park, and my mom told us not to go to the park, and I went to the park. i feel bad about it i felt bad about it i have a conscience i have morality i don't need something hanging over my head saying that if i am not a good person well i'm going to hell
0: you make up a good point because i feel like the biggest uh the biggest thing in religion that keeps people religious
1: is shame Mm -hmm. and guilt Mm -hmm. speak about that it, again, it's just another way of controlling people, but it makes them feel shame and guilt about normal things like your body or sex or. It makes us prudes. Yeah. It, makes, it makes you us feel shameful about everything about, it. about your body just ha- being. I mean, we're born naked. Yeah. What's shameful about it? Well, There's, there th- isn't anything.
0: Think about how Judeo Christian uh, morals have shaped our society where. It's quite all right to watch somebody get their brains bashed in on a movie on on cable. Um, But uh, God forbid there's a titty.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And the whole thing. Yeah. And they part of the whole Christianity thing, the control part of it is they don't teach kids sex ed in school. Mm -hmm. So then kids have no idea what's going on, how things work. I mean, it seems weird to you and me that. Kids in high school wouldn't know these things, but some don't.
0: Well, yeah. Because
1: we grew up in California where things were just, that was normal. And they grew and up they, under
0: a lead blanket of Christianity.
1: Yeah. So, you know, wow, things are happening. Have sex, get pregnant, have no idea about any of it. When yeah. Their their thing is that sex ed makes kids have sex. Well, no, they, and sex they act ed like makes it's kids, dirty or something Yeah, and it's it makes dirty. them aware of if they're going to do it, at least they'll be safe about it. When it seems it like, doesn't make you want to do it. Well,
0: it seems like a lot of Christians get it wrong in the sense that they think that that having sexuality makes you a deviant. Speak about no, that. It
1: doesn't. It's normal. It's human.
0: Yeah, well, it's yeah, just Well, like there's a reason biologically, that's how it is. I read a story recently, like a week ago where uh this woman is trying to sue the teacher for going to a museum because there was a statue of david and his pee <laughs> was sitting there mm-hmm. like like i'm sorry to kill your buzz but a penis in and of itself is not dirty no but they think they they've, act like they've, it's dirty. At, they've what is that
1: they've put this morality onto just being naked when it's well it's if just David a biological like thing, fucking
0: some lady with an erection I might say it's pornographic but he's just standing, standing there, there. It,
1: yeah <laughs> exactly and that's yeah, nudity is
0: not pornography no it's not and yet it's, they they get it twisted mm-hmm. what is that
1: well it came from the whole freaking Garden of Eden thing and making Adam and Eve shameful of of their bodies and right. having to cover themselves up and it's just the root of all of it well, and, and I,
0: that's, I do believe as a person that there's a certain amount of shame i don't walk around the house naked um i i cover myself like even when i come out of the bathroom i go into the closet because i don't think you want to sit there looking at my dick hanging out every time i get dressed not because you've never seen it i don't care if you see it but just as a matter of personal shame at the end of the day uh, the modesty It's not even shame it's yeah. modesty. modesty not right shame. right yes. But it but 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 what what would you say to Christians who think that any form of nudity is dirty? You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Either. Well,
1: and it's because it's like these <clears throat> these dads that chaperone dances of junior high girls and they oh, I remember that. They put impose dress codes on these girls. Like they can't wear like a little strap dress because it turns me on. Well, how about You're the one with the problem. It's not the little girl that's wearing a dress because you're
0: attracted to underage girls. Yeah, which is the whole like,
1: (laughs) and that's the whole thing when it comes to sexual assault and and victim shaming and. You know the thing is, is like, I think that
0: it's natural to be attracted to people, Mm -hmm. right? It's normal sexuality. I'll be driving down the street by the high school, and I'll see. this woman jogging with her boobs going everywhere. I'm like, dang. And then you realize that she's a high school student. Oops a daisy. So you correct it. It's just like the, the meme
1: says. Mm-hmm. When you realize you've done wrong, you take it back. Well, and you don't need Christianity to tell you maybe that's not the right thing. Well, like I said, I, I I don't
0: think there's a person alive who's not been attracted to a minor or an underage person. That doesn't mean that you keep acting upon it. You mm-hmm. realize your mistake and then you move on.
1: Yeah. And well, and exactly. normal
0: sexuality should mean that we can go, "Oh, well, she's an attractive woman" without it being and creepy. And there.
1: Exactly. Without it being well, creepy. Well, yeah. And then and that's just the projection of the adults that can't control themselves, so they want to blame the young girl wearing a cute dress and punish her. Well, yeah,
0: they're putting the gay shame and the guilt on them rather than on themselves. Yeah. So they can excuse their own bad behavior. Yep. Yeah. And and that is bizarre. It is. That's what I mean about a lot of and Christianity. The whole, like, they they tend to do a lot of bizarre things these days yeah, the that whole, I don't get. I don't understand. Yeah.
1: The chastity thing where they they have a ring that their dad gives them and they're like, he's in control of her virginity f- till she gets married. It's fucking creepy. Well, fuck. what if
0: he never lets it go? What if he, she meets the right man and he's, and he's jealous or he's oddly doesn't want to mm-hmm. give her his daughter away. And she, and he never gives the ring away. I mean, it's, so then it's what? It's just
1: control again, <laughs> yeah.
0: for whatever reason, power trip. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and it, it, well, and I hate to say this because I don't think it's true or in most cases, but there's men Christian out there who are attracted to their daughters and they don't want to admit it. And, and so they play this little game where, Oh, well, I'm, you know, I don't want her, you know, they're jealous. Mm -hmm. They don't want her to move on. They don't want her to grow up. Yeah. I think there's a lot of of odd things. I think that's what happens in religion when we become sexually repressed.
1: Well, when you're told your whole life that anything sexual is wrong, any thought feels wrong to you, and then sometimes that just leads into a whole weird, because you're repressing things, and you're pushing things down, and they can just come out in weird ways. And you're not allowed to
0: masturbate, and you wonder why some priests are falling for these, you know, altar boys. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not, living a normal life and expressing your sexuality in a healthy way you're gonna get horny and and you're gonna take it out in the weirdest of places and times mm-hmm. and so i just i think it would be healthier to talk about sex allow and, priests to have relationships and allow masturbation because yeah. it's good grief mm-hmm. without it i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you know it seems to take people some
1: people to extremes yeah you can
0: Well, because at the end of the day, um, human beings are shamed and guilted into these belief systems that their body is shameful, that uh, attraction to someone is shameful. And at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of Christians are becoming brainwashed into mentalities that aren't very healthy. And so I'm not against christianity but it's that interpretation problem Mm -hmm. is that this judeo-christian guilt will make you feel weird shit about everything and what so you're not allowed to feel good about your body you're not allowed to explore your body you're not allowed to be attracted to the opposite sex or even the same sex you're not allowed i mean it's like they're against halloween speak on that what is that (laughs)
1: shit (laughs) because it's Because it's the occult, and the the occult occult is demonic, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just
0: a bunch of good fun, Mm -hmm. good grief. I
1: know.
0: Yeah, and that's what I mean, and that's why you know I got nothing against Christianity when it's uh, teaching people ethics and morals and values. But good grief, some of these people, man, need to be—they need to be shaken and woken up. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I think it's regressive. It's. Taking people back to a a, a mentality that isn't healthy this day and age. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know? But, yeah, like I said, I mean, life's weird. And I think we've got enough problems without manufacturing a bunch of problems from religion. I just, I don't know. Call me weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But let's go back to the spirituality. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean to you?
0: Oh, okay. If you have
1: a definition or... yeah.
0: Well, the thing that always was important to me in religion was to have ethics to to mm-hmm. be to 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 be a person who means what they say and say what they mean. You know, I talk about my grandfather as being um as being incorruptible. At the end of the day, mean say what you mean, mean what you say, have good values. Um, acknowledge your mistakes when you have them. If you have sexual thoughts, make sure that, um, it's consensual, make sure that it's ethical. And at the end of the day, if you have thoughts that are sort of riding the line of, of norms, now you're going down a road of deviancy, uh, you know, purge those thoughts, find uh, ways in which you can, deal with them but i but the vast majority of people i don't think are that way i just think that there's a lot of deviancy in the world and um and so a lot of christians want to say well it's from a lack of god it's from a lack of religion no no deviancy is human nature we you know some people uh have higher ethical standards than others but for me When I got out of religion, it was because I just stopped believing that there's this supernatural force out there having some appreciable uh, 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 effect in my life. I started to realize that if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. You can't rely on some invisible sky father to do everything for you. You could sit there and wait for your ship to come in, forever at the end Mm -hmm. of the day i mean i got nothing against the virtues and the values that it espouses and i think so for me um spiritualism is a way of holding yourself accountable without all of the um dogma of religion getting in the way
1: yeah that's what it is for me
0: it's just holding yourself to account be a good person be a good man uh don't be arrogant uh don't lie and cheat and steal i mean just for god's sake it's not rocket science but you would no. think it was so difficult but right but that's why i think religion sometimes gets it wrong is they're always casting aspersions and it's like those in glass houses motherfucker mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah shouldn't be casting the first stone because a yeah. lot of religious people you know uh it, it, just because you have religion doesn't necessarily mean that you've got ethics or values or morals yeah absolutely it just means that you're trying and a lot of times failing Mm -hmm, (laughs) yeah well we've talked about religion and and like i said i i i want people to understand that i respect christian values i i think of them as just values Mm -hmm. kitchen table common sense values At the end of the day, I've got nothing against that. And if religion is helping people stay uh, uh, comfortable and happy and doing the right thing, you know, it's like uh, there's this fucking guy on death row who killed a bunch of people. And he said, well, without God, you know, I would kill, you know, I would kill people. And it's like, so if, 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 hey. If If God's keeping you from doing doing (laughs) fucked up shit, then I I say more power to you. But I just mean to say that um, it it just feels like people are afraid to just ask the questions. Good grief. Mm -hmm. What fucking year is this? I mean, and people talk about, you know, the year 2023 being, you know, because that's another thing you get a lot of is. Well, we used to have ethics and values, but we don't anymore. Look at the state of the world. Yeah, but you're contributing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people think that just because we're in the new era that we can't have values. And I just, yeah. I disagree.
1: I absolutely Why disagree. can't we have
0: values without a bunch of holy Babylonian superstitions? I mean, good yeah. grief. That's what we it is can. for me.
1: Just because they can't. I mean, yeah. some of them, like you said, they need that to keep them in line. Well, but and if some people want like religion
0: that. or need religion, I have no problem with that. But God, you know how offensive it is when people, even people who are your friend are like, well, how do you stay ethical? How do you, how do you not, you know, lean into the devil? Because I don't believe in the devil either, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and that's, this is a good time to talk about atheism because, like I said, I think people are ignorant of it. Uh, a lot of times people don't understand secular humanism. That's a word that we use in place of no, its non-religious values, doing the right thing, minus absent religion. Yeah. Uh, tell people what secular humanism is, if you would,
1: please. You just did. But, <laughs> well, no, it's just, it's being a good human being and treating people with decency and kindness and having morals and yeah. just being human. Yeah. I mean,
0: really. Well, yeah, and it's offensive when people think because you're an atheist that you're you are going to lean into evil or tyranny. It's like, pound for pound, I'm probably more ethical than anybody I know. I hold myself to a high standard. Yeah. So what do you think we can do as atheists or agnostics, where we live in a world that still has a lot of Judeo-Christian influence, how can we uh, coexist in a way where we're not <laughs> constantly offended?
1: Yeah. Frankly. Well, you just, you live by example. And yes. that means, I think, not being afraid to say that you are an agnostic or an atheist, because then people can see yeah. that you're a really good person and those that's your lack of belief or your beliefs. And it kind of makes people step back, I think, and think about their preconceived notions about people Yeah, and how they are, or how they are without religion. Well, um,
0: I just can't understand how the right wing today could be a Trump supporter and support this. That is this, such this a deviant, weird thing. This criminal, this asshole, this lazy, fat, no good, son of a bitch. That's, Proven to be a deviant uh, and then and then and claim to to have some higher uh, uh, moral uh, standing than than us atheists.
1: Well, and that's the thing we've seen a couple people on YouTube, like that one guy, the guy with the beard, the religious guy. Yeah. And he is absolutely anti-Trump and doesn't see how that can be a religious thing. And I think it's the the true Christians aren't with Trump. Yeah. but the ones like that other guy that i saw that just yelling and screaming if you don't support trump then you need to get the hell out of his and church you're not out of church. my church <laughs> yeah and all this yeah and those are those are the and i i'd say performative christians when well, they lost the fucking point mm-hmm. they yeah. lost the
0: point of christianity
1: yeah 100 percent. you know and, he has, and it's become more about trump him. than it has about god yeah or which, jesus or which ethics. is exactly the opposite of what Christianity's teachings are? Isn't there supposed to be like no other god? But they're treating Trump like a god. It's just a weird. It's weird, a very thing. unusual
0: thing in our society. Yeah, yeah I
1: I don't quite get it. No, I don't either.
0: Uh what is your advice for somebody who may be leaning towards agnosticism who wants, you know, they're questioning God. They've got these questions. And uh, you know, they don't want to go to hell because a lot of people are still afraid of going to hell. They're still afraid yeah. of God's wrath and all this. Speak to the people who want to question God and religion, who need a change, but are just afraid to.
1: I, that would be a really, really difficult thing, especially if you've grown up indoctrinated in that. Just allow yourself to ask questions and it take a look around you. And, and just see that there are people that are good people that aren't Christian. And there, you know, you can't, there's, there's never going to be an absolute, like, nobody knows what happens when you die. Until you experience it, mm-hmm. that's the great unknown. Yeah. So, it's the just... The great mystery of life. It, it, yeah. So, it's just, it, you have to just allow yourself to ask questions. Yeah. And be open to other things. And just yeah. take and a look around and question what the, the religion is telling you.
0: Yeah. And I would... Um... Uh, I'll I'll put this in um, the 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 bio section of this episode, Um, but there's a resource and there's a lot of resources out there. One is called Recovering from Religion, where you it's an organization um, that is trying to help former religious people get out of religion in a way where because they're dealing with panic attacks and fear and anxiety about. Uh, turning their back on the faith and, and not to mention it's not just their fear of hell or their fear of wrath or retribution. Um, but also a lot of people, um, are, are, you know, they lose their entire social identity. Oh, they lose yeah. their friends. They yeah. lose their family. Speak mm-hmm. about that.
1: Like I said, in that group, very one, Christian of them, by right, the right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've seen it a lot in that group. Mm-hmm. And if you're a woman listening to this, um, there's a group on Facebook. It's agnostic slash atheist women. And yeah. it was from what I my understanding that the this page was started because there are a lot of atheist groups on Facebook that mm-hmm. are just very they're so militaristic in the other direction. Yeah. That they don't allow for any questioning or any feelings about coming out of religion. And that group yeah. itself is a very like it's a very welcoming group yeah and they allow questioning well
0: i never got a whole lot of resources in atheism because frankly um you know there's a lot of atheists that don't believe in ghosts and then they make fun of me for wanting to believe in the paranormal and that's the problem
1: with a lot of those groups is that a lot of the men that are atheists are just so arrogant so arrogant about it like like we've seen shows that are just rude wow you don't have to be that way
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I I do believe that the absence of belief is not enough of a commonality to create no. a support group around. No. Because you being have to an find atheist, right you could be yeah. a million different other things. You could be yeah. Republican. You could be Democrat. Black, white. You could uh, hate Star Wars. You could love Star Wars. You, you know. So at the end of the day, I don't believe that that black lack of belief is enough to. Um, to 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 galvanize. No,
1: it's a starting point. It's a it's... starting
0: point, and and they, there are groups for that. Yeah. Um. But I do feel that a lot. Of, you know, that's why the first time I decided to become atheist, it didn't stick because I watched this documentary mm-hmm. and I didn't like their attitudes towards yeah. religious people. I felt yeah they were cocky, they were arrogant, and they were almost cruel about it. Yeah. And I don't dig that.
1: No, absolutely. I I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. Well, and 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 sitting here um pondering on all this, it got me thinking about a falling out we had with a former friend, Angie. I and was
1: thinking about that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, she she was a nice person, you know. Um but uh she she was very religious. Very religious, and she was one of the more, you know, serious religions too. She was um uh, what do you call it? Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Witness. Yeah. And um and you know I've got my personal uh issues with that because I have heard about the 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 patriarchal ways in mm-hmm. which they indoctrinate people and shun people when you don't step in line. Um. But she cast us aside. She got rid of us as friends. Uh. Because you know she was we got into a conversation and this was back in the Trump years when I was trying to say that if you don't take a stand against Trump, you're taking a stand for tyranny. Right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, she doesn't understand activism. She thought this was just a, a way to be mean or rude. I'm like, no, it's quite the opposite. It's just that you, you, if you, if you see somebody getting hurt to stand there and do nothing would be akin to,
1: well, failure, yeah. a moral failing. And the thing failing. is too that we we had hung out mm-hmm. with her and we'd had conversations about that type of thing and she you can tell she she felt the same way we did. She'd kind of tiptoe up to it and kind of go dip her toe into talking about it. Well, and but since they're then, not allowed to be political. Right. Since
0: then I've learned that they're not allowed yeah. to take a stand mm-hmm. uh, one way or the other, they have to remain neutral in a lot of political issues and um, you know, that's fine, but but I just remember asking her, you know, you know, have you ever just questioned all this? Like, have you ever thought that maybe this is all horseshit? Well, that was a bridge too that far for it. her. Yeah, she
1: cut us she off. She just cut us off. Yeah.
0: And I think that's because she's so afraid that if her church knew that she let something slide, they're they're they are they are mandated to get rid of relationships mm-hmm. that have you questioned. Their beliefs. And I honestly think good, great. Yeah,
1: that she as a single mother was already on thin ice.
0: Right, right. And
1: that was she I'm surprised they let her back in. Well, yeah. Unwed mother. (laughs) She's living in a very expensive area. Which I don't
0: care. Oh no,
1: not at all. But the religion went. But she lives in a very expensive area. She relies on her parents helping. Which yeah, a lot of people down there do. But I think that help relied on her having to keep with her religion
0: yeah it almost felt like she was sort of um i don't know there's a part of me that feels like she was sort of being manipulated mm-hmm. into religion because if she didn't she'd, she'd get cut stuck. up by the church she'd get yeah. cut up by her parents yeah and she would have nobody to help raise this child yeah and at the end of the day i don't know it just it never felt all that moral to me speak about that because at the end of the day i got nothing against the teachings of christ and the teaching of church but um sometimes it just the sniff test it doesn't oh, pass yeah. my sniff what, test
1: what is moral about just dropping people because they don't think the same way that you do just because of that one belief you can have everything else in common yeah. They could be a great moral person like like we are but because yeah. we don't believe in that one thing what's moral about just well, dropping people because of that one aspect. And that's
0: sort of my problem with religion in a general sense, is that the Judeo-Christian ways that have sort of taken over our country, um, uh, there's not enough critical thinking to, to 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 really get into the nitty-gritty of the uh, the irony of a lot of it. Well, they the, don't
1: allow critical thinking because that would make well, people question things. I feel
0: like that's mean, but... But it's but, true. But it's true in a lot yeah. of circumstances. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Well, I think that's really all we have to say on the subject. Is there anything more we could talk about? I want people to be, you know, really darn clear that we're not anti religion. Whatever religion you are, that's fine by us. Um, some people can live their whole life in religion and be fine with it. Yeah. But I don't want people voting for Republicans thinking that they're the only Christian choice when yeah. they're anything but yeah. speak about no, that. I want people yeah. to think critically.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, like you said, I'm fine with people being religious, mm-hmm. live your life how you want to. I am absolutely opposed to religion interfering in government yes. and how the it's, country it's is run. It's a law for a reason. It is a law for a reason. Um, and yeah, that's right well, and I'm like just, be be a Christian, I, live your life how you want to, but don't force your values onto others. Onto others, and, and also don't be weird. If you can, if you don't have the self
0: awareness to know what weird and isn't weird, Jesus Christ! These people, some of the weirdness in the Republican Party, all in the name of the religion. Like, how can you sit there and clamor for hate and 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 um, in you know just this excessive exclusionism this mm-hmm. racism this misogyny and yet they they pretend that this is done for yeah. christianity well, thing it's is like, too, what? like
1: yeah Barack Obama was a christian mm-hmm. Joe Biden is a christian there's not anyone that has run for any office hardly anywhere that is openly atheist. Well, you're not allowed to admit you're it. Not because allowed to admit it. Exactly. Because,
0: because nobody would vote. A lot of people mm-hmm. wouldn't vote for you because mm-hmm. they would think you lack morality. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I've been an atheist for six or seven years now and I still very much care about values, morality, mm-hmm. ethics, doing the right thing. Yeah. And when I make mistakes just like a Christian, I go, well, I should have known better. I'm going to do better next time. Learn from it
1: and move on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. And you don't beat yourself up over it. And Well, and I think the thing that I get
0: sick of most about religion is this. The Karen
1: Christians,
0: the ones that like that think that they're fighting for some they Christian crusaders, and they'll come to you and they'll, you know, they say they, they're doing these things to want to save you when really all they want to do is punish people and punish the mm-hmm. wicked um the, they 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 disguise their hateful hearts with this bless your heart mentality speak about yeah. that
1: well i'm just trying to help you <laughs>
0: yeah sure you by
1: are. being hateful or <laughs> yeah yeah. Th- yeah
0: that's well and 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 think about this i mean the christian crusades lasted thousands of years and we talk about religion as if it's saving lives more people have died mm-hmm. in the name of God than yeah. anything else in yeah. the
1: world. Absolutely.
0: And so I don't want people to like think that I'm anti-religion. I want people to understand that, dude, in the in the year 2023, we gotta start thinking for ourselves. Don't let religion trick you out of being rational
1: mm-hmm.
0: and asking yeah. the tough questions. Yeah.
1: Asking yeah. any questions. Well, yeah, at
0: the end of the day, if these things are making you do weird shit, then it's not Christian. The end. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got anything more Forest Bay? What do you think? I don't think so.
1: I think we talked about a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's just that I want our society to be uh, governed by peace, governed by science and reason. Uh, I want people to have the freedom of spirituality or religion, but also, uh, to, to, to have the freedom of no religion.
1: Exactly. And at the end of the
0: day, what I want is I'm, I, I'm so tired of all these weird fucking regressive things going on in our society that claim to be doing it. And they're shielding themselves from their sins and their misgivings in the name of the Lord.
1: Yeah. They're
0: using Christianity as a crutch, as a cudgel to do and say bad things. And that's yeah. where I want people to understand that you don't vote for the the, the Christian party if they're not doing Christian things. Mm-hmm. Don't be fooled by these people. So that's really all I have to say about that subject. But uh, you reminded me on the break, hey, we forgot to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. It's been a spell. Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about it a lot because there's not a ton to say, but uh, go ahead and set up what's going on uh, this season yeah. with uh, the secret of Skinwalker Ranch on his well, uh, d- the History Channel.
1: Yeah. Well, this season, they've really concentrated on the area they call the, is it the Triangle? Is that what they call it? I can't remember. You said
0: triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about dirty thoughts. <laughs> well, no, I don't oh. remember.
1: Um, but yeah, mm. it's this area where they've had a lot of things happen. So they've been like launching rockets. And... Oh, you're talking about like a thousand feet off? Yeah, but it's all on that area that's the triangle shape. It's the, and yeah. it's all in that area. Yeah. yeah. So they've been launching rockets. The and, hotbed and, where they're finding the most yeah, anomalies. And taking right. measurements well, catch different people, things. Well, well, you're kind of starting
0: in the middle. For people who mm-hmm. don't know... Kind of give people a quick understanding of what the ranch is, what they've discovered there, and where we're at now.
1: All right. Well, it's a ranch in Utah. Yes. But back in the day, it was Native American territory. Right. And it all goes back to one tribe kind of cursing the land. For the white people. for, For the other tribe and for white people. Right. It was kind of, yeah. Sure. So there's just, it's an area where there's been things for I don't know if I don't want to say centuries, but for a very long time with things that are millions of years. Right? No I'm kidding. <laughs> with anomalies <laughs> okay. in the sky, with yeah. weird things happening on the property physically to people, with people seeing entities of some type Yeah. walking around. Just kind well, me- of a whole bunch of things that happen. Yeah, that help area. people
0: understand the phenomenon. Because yeah, what is the skinwalker got to do with all this? And how and and what is it with like ghosts in Homestead 2 and all that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, Cor- yeah, the uh,
0: orange lights, purple the, lights. Yeah.
1: The skinwalker is just a. And then I don't, don't want to.
0: Cattle say mutilations.
1: Any, yeah. So I don't want to say anything wrong because mm. it is a Native American thing. It's just mm-hmm. supposedly a, a supernatural creature that can shape shift. Yeah. And. And we
0: don't know whether or not he has anything to do with all mm-hmm. this. It's
1: just been called that because. That's the curse. that Because was put that on was it. the
0: original curse, yeah, right? Exactly.
1: Right. So there's just things that happen. Like some people have. One of the guys that works there gets weird head things. He gets headaches. He had a weird lump on his head, and it then they're discovering physically like that.
0: Tell them about they're discovering a, a frequency, yes, of 1.61 gigahertz mm-hmm. that is said to be uh, not only causing people to get headaches and all these things. But also, uh, they think that it might be uh, interrupting some of their technologies as well. Like- yeah,
1: there's people that come out with technologies that they've never had issue with, with mm-hmm. drones, with um, even, like, drilling equipment. Right. With all kinds of equipment that, with Is telescopes, failing. with that's failing when they get on that ranch. And, and every time they, they seem to break before. ground,
0: something weird happens. Yeah. And then, oftentimes, they'll see a UAP while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Which is to say that yeah. are they are are they watching us?
1: <laughs> yeah. So they'll they'll launch rockets, and all of a sudden there's something, and they see a weird light in the sky. Yeah. Or something will happen to one of them physically, or their equipment will malfunction. Yeah. You can say
0: it's weird. So now that people have kind of a general understanding, catch us up on season. It's a three. lot. It's a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, say, well, yeah. In you this know, season, you know, like I, what you can like remember, I started yeah. saying, they've they've concentrated on this area that they the triangle area the triangle, because yes. that's where certain things will get to a certain altitude and rockets will veer off or rockets will explode when there's no reason for them to be exploding. Yeah, so every
0: time uh, in this triangle area there is um, anomalous behavior, whether it be rockets deflecting that they're shooting up there, whether it be their equipment malfunctioning, whether it be uh, whatever, lasers bouncing off of it. I mean, it just feels like whatever they do to test this area Weird shit happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Or the, all of a sudden that frequency will show up on their equipment, and then when it doesn't have anything going, to do with kind the of rockets, and or the, or the, right? Yeah.
0: So what's what's going on with this season? And then let's talk about our our yeah. feelings about well, this it.
1: season. Also, they just started last season. They had done some drilling, mm-hmm. and they came back with some metallic. Actually,
0: well, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they came back with some metallic fragments that they had tested and they said they were made of an uh, element that is usually on like outer coatings of space shuttles and things. Right.
0: That's not supposed to necessarily be there. So now they're
1: doing drilling a little bit higher And now they got to a point where the drill just won't go any further. It's
0: almost as though there's a force field or something. And
1: as they were drilling, when they would get to this point, there would be a frequency that was showing up. They'd pull back, and that frequency would disappear on the equipment.
0: And it it messes with their equipment. Mm -hmm. It messes with all all of their data collecting uh, uh, computers and everything else. So they're
1: thinking that possibly there's some object underneath this mesa that is either communicating or deflecting things or who knows
0: yeah and and they don't usually say you know the la- the the weird part out loud mm-hmm. but what we're getting at you guys is that either this is a natural phenomenon or there's a portal there mm-hmm. like a natural ac- naturally occurring portal or weirder than that this is a portal that's being sort of uh guarded by alien life
1: yeah, and there's even rock paintings that they've seen that have yeah. the the spiral, which is kind of like a portal type of representation.
0: What I recommend you guys uh, it's it's optional to get high first, but uh, get high <laughs> and uh, just fucking marathon this whole show because it's right. great. Yeah. It's and wonderful. it's
1: it's fascinating because you know Dr. Travis Taylor, the yeah. Travis Taylor, he's an actual like. Physicist, Astrophysicist. Astrophysicist. Mm-hmm. And he actually, as he likes to tell you this season, he was working with the government on some of the UAP stuff. Yeah. One of the episodes mm-hmm. while they were shooting off these rockets and getting images of things, there was a helicopter that was just hovering and yeah. watching them. And, and,
0: and the helicopter doesn't have its normal transceiver. That's legal by but, law. That they showed they have you there have, was something there, which yeah. means that there's some kind of, they think it's because when you don't have a transponder, that's illegal mm-hmm. unless you're the men in black, right. unless yeah. you're a secret government yeah. agency. Yeah. So they're thinking that maybe the government is watching them do yeah. all this. It's
1: just, it's fascinating. And this, this land, this ranch has gone through different hands. And there had been a point with the Bigelow guy yeah. who was involved with the government kind of doing, because there's they have... Mm research that they can't get to because it's top secret that he did. Yeah, the so they don't know did, what right, right. went on. So, and a lot just, of it
0: he gave back to the government
1: yeah, because it was under their, they were paying for it. So, yeah. yeah so yeah, just watch it. Well, and it like became the, top
0: secret mm-hmm. because they were doing it for the government. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then so this we, guy, we, yeah.
1: Brandon Fugel bought it because he's, you know, a millionaire in Utah because he's fascinated by what's happening. And I like and, him. He's a good guy. Yeah, and his brother's the, the, helicopter, the helicopter pilot. And, yeah.
0: And then the the, the crew—they're just nice people. You've got Taylor, Travis Taylor, the astrophysicist. He's like—he's like, he's like you're excitable. Like <laughs> now, every time we go up here, this seems to happen. You know,
1: <laughs> hair is all crazy. I usually do it better than that, but yeah.
0: my voice is blown out. Exactly, of,
1: but. They Uh, have the caretakers that live there that are kind of hippies. We call them the hippie dippies. Yeah. And then Eric is the, he's some type of scientist. I don't know what. Eric
0: is just kind of the, I think he's just the main lead investigator. Mm
1: -hmm. And then you've
0: got um, the the ranch hands, which are uh, uh, Tom. Tom is the
1: superintendent. Tom's the superintendent. And then you've got the security at the ranch. Security is Caleb
0: and Dragon. (laughs) Arnold. Yep. So babe, at the end of the day, what do you think's going on at Skinwalker Ranch, man? Yeah.
1: I absolutely think there's some type of I don't know if it's extraterrestrial, like actual aliens. I think it's possible. Or maybe CYPs there's like babies are showing up a lot whenever they do stuff. And there's some type of It seems like there's some type of portal there. Well, and
0: it seems like something is turning on this 1.61 gigahertz. Mm-hmm. It's not all the time. It turns on and off as they do it, something so it, yeah. something sentient is overseeing their and it's trying to deter
1: them because even from the very beginning they had noticed even when they broke ground of any type that would
0: would, equipment would malfunction yeah, and things yeah. would happen
1: so as they've progressed they've gotten more into the actual technology and measuring the the gigahertz and all this stuff and it just seems like there's something trying to deter them from from finding a, out what's from there. finding out more yeah mm-hmm.
0: And that's the thing is like at the end of the day, I mean, the unsaid part is that there might be a portal there somewhere Yeah. and that this portal might be a time space portal for aliens to come in and out of our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they don't say that, you know, they, yeah. they imply it, but they don't say yeah. it. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you've got orange lights, you've got these purple lights, um you've got the cattle mutilation that happened 4 years ago got in the season orbs 1 that have shown
1: up a couple times orbs and,
0: just... and then you've got uh, of course the UAPs these UFOs showing up every time they do something
1: that's yeah. odd it's, and it's yeah during the day at night it doesn't matter it, it what time doesn't timing. matter what right, time and right. the one that they saw the other night um <clears> that episode we saw the other night it was only showing up on the infrared like they didn't see it with the naked eye but when they had the infrared cameras they could see it so
0: well and as weird as all this is i mean at the end of the day i mean imagine how we would come across to the the neanderthal Mm -hmm. what if these what if this is extraterrestrial in nature and they're just hundreds of thousands if not millions of years older than us so they've Mm -hmm. got they've mastered technologies we think are magical
1: yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah 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 yeah. i mean yeah neanderthals and before would think fire was magic so it's yeah i think it just could be another race that's like you said just way ahead of us and
0: do you think jehovah's witnesses are allowed to watch this show or is this too probably uh, not too weird i think no. because that doesn't even have anything to do with ghosts and the occult, though.
1: No, but if there there can't be anything that's a higher but higher the, civilization than us, because so we're not
0: allowed to believe in yeah. extraterrestrials. I,
1: I don't think so. Wow, they don't even believe in birthdays, so I yeah. do believe in aliens. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, do you got anything more to say on the subject, babe? I mean, what's your rundown of the whole show?
1: It's just so fascinating, and I and if you watch it from the beginning and the first two episodes, you're just kind of like, Eesh, these people are kind of weird. Like it was a weird, like getting, getting meshing, getting used to each and other, meshing their getting personalities other, right, and things like, right. cause I was like, I remember looking, you I was like, what the hell is up well, with these people? But it's I've just really, watch it. It's I've, so good.
0: Yeah. Cause I've really gotten to like these guys. Yeah. They're definitely. not acting like alpha weirdos. They're not, Mm-mm. there's no weird passive aggressiveness. They, legitimately seem you know like people who really like each other yeah and they're doing something that they love doing and uh i just don't see a downside no because at the end of the day whatever we discover is gonna you know hopefully further human science
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so why a religion would want to get in the way of that i I because science i know
1: (laughs) because it might prove something that exists or doesn't exist well and like or- i
0: said a kind and loving and modern god you would think would uh, allow us to uh to want to explore and discover in other words god can stand up to any scrutiny
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: if it can't then why why try to deny people the ability to explore it yeah you know yeah i know yeah well, if I'm losing my voice, I can't talk for two hours straight anymore. Um, but uh, you got anything more for us, babe. Talk about, so. I- talk about, you know, just summarize real quickly what we can learn about religion in the modern era and how, mm-hmm. how should religion behave itself in the modern era of science and reason
1: it should behave itself by staying out of the way and not inserting itself into everything. Yeah. And I think if you're a religious person just allow yourself to question. Question your religion, question the world, question life. Just be open to things.
0: And 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 where should we draw the line between what's normal in religion and what's just fucking weird? I mean, like I said, they're pushing weird stuff. The right-wing Christians in this world are pushing agendas that are are, are extreme and unusual, and I don't I don't think that um, the Bible or God would approve.
1: No, the Bible might because the Bible's full of control. Right. But I think it just when it gets to a <clears throat> point where you're trying to push your your values and your way of life on anyone through religion, through government, through just existing yeah that's when i think you should draw a line
0: well and that's what this show's all about is i use the word oppression a lot or regression anything that's not moving forward is moving backwards and at the end of the day how the fuck are we going to improve and perfect this species if we keep having to go into these socio-political cul-de-sacs where we don't learn how to become better people or yeah. become better scientists, or become more ethical. I mean, at the end of the day, I just think regressiveness and backwards-ass thinking has got to go.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I and agree. That, and I don't, <laughs> me, and I'm not saying that religion is that. I'm just saying that we should practice religion in a way that's forward-thinking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, agree.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we have for you. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I am losing my voice. I gotta, <laughs> Yes, you are. <laughs> I, and I've got nothing to drink either. i got to... Mm, I'm losing it. But, yeah, we're going to have a few more episodes left for you guys. We're probably going to end at about 24 or 25 episodes for the season. And then we're going to make our way over to the YouTube channel where we're going to do interesting, fascinating things. You know, just a lot more of the same. Talking in ways that are personable, uh, getting people to question reality, question their culture and society, uh, talk about mental health and talk in ways where we can bolster and empower regular working people. That's what it's all about. Yes, sir. Yeah. So thank you, babe. Welcome. And thank you guys for uh, being a fan, being a friend. Uh We just appreciate you guys so very much. We will be be back next week. But if you want to get involved in the conversation, come on over to our Linktree. That's Linktree forward slash Chef Bright Comedy, where you can go to our Instagram or you can uh, go to Patreon or, or do any number of things there. That's where everything is found. But at minimum, you guys, please come on over to Chef Bright Comedy YouTube channel and simply subscribe. You guys aren't subscribing. What in the fuck, you guys? Come on. (laughs) Help a brother out. (laughs) Any more bed? I think we got it. All right. Well, thank you very much, and we will see you next week. Have a good day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.